Well, good morning and welcome to our Saturday team call. This is Jennifer Glacken, your Senior Master Coordinator with you this morning to lead our call. Just a quick reminder about the Global Conference. I know everybody knows that the Global Conference is coming up in Vegas in just a, gosh, a really short period of time here, July 22nd through the 25th. And I want you to know where to find the team info because as a team, we like to have a lot of events and we like to pull together as much as we can. And I just want to make sure that you know how to access that. So be sure to plug into the Team Glacken Facebook page to get all the conference team details. We're going to take a team pick, and we have decided to try to get everybody in one color and one T-shirt to do so. You don't have to buy the T-shirt, but we would love to have you in that color and in that T-shirt if you, if you choose to participate. Um, the info for how to order a T-shirt is over on the team page. Remember to go to Team Glacken on the Facebook page. I think most people on the team are actually on that page. It's whether or not you go over there to check it regularly to see what the updates are. And there's going to be a pool party Monday night, and Tuesday is the team event in my suite. And since I won't know my suite info prior to arriving in Vegas, the Team Glacken Facebook page is where all that information is going to be housed and announced. And so we just want to make sure you know how to get that info. And so just be sure to be going over there and checking it on a regular basis. So some of you know that I was in Denver this past week for three days helping my son. He's actually preparing to move from Denver back to Chicago for a year. And every time I go out there, we always go hiking. He picks a, a specific hike for us to do. And yes, let me tell you, it, it was and it always seems to be the most physically challenging thing I've ever done when we go hiking. Um, I have to say, though, it really is one of the best times I ever have with my kids. Both my daughter and my son like to hike and just being out in the wilderness. There's no telephones, no technology, just us talking and pushing ourselves. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, but I always find lessons in difficult times. And, of course, when you're climbing, it's a very difficult thing to do physically. And I did find some lessons, and I thought I would talk a little bit about that this morning. Hopefully this isn't too disjointed as I walk through it. Hopefully it will all pull together and make sense. Um, but I found some things that relate to me personally, but I also found some things that apply to the business world. I think the first thing is that you're always stronger than you think. At the end of every day when I would be pulling my hiking boots off and I would have dirt, rocks, sand, etc., <laughs> falling all over my hotel room floor, I tried not to think about how utterly exhausted I was, and instead I really tried to review my successes. You know, I had spent the whole day climbing, for Pete's sake, so I should be pretty happy about that. Um, but, you know, something we a lot of times tend to focus on the aches and the pains, and my hips were hurting, my, my thighs were hurting, my feet were hurting. Um, and, you know, something I had done what I didn't think I was capable of. Whenever you start a climb, you look up to the top, and you're told never to do that because then it seems like a mountain to climb versus a molehill. Um, but you know something, when you do it, you feel really powerful. But I think entrepreneurs can also have a lot of doubts. You know, we look at our flaws, the things that we're not doing well, and we don't always focus on our wins. But you know something, relatively few people in this world are brave enough to start their own business. So we're already ahead of the game because we've started our own business. And it does take strength. And honor that in yourself. And be sure to, to focus on those successes every day versus focusing on the things that aren't going so well. You know, having an experienced partner also helps. I was really lucky to be hiking with my son who had experience going on long treks, and he goes hiking out all over Denver all the time. Without him, I would have never undertaken such an endeavor because I, I, I don't know my way around and I don't know what to do, et cetera. Um, but he had climbed, and actually he had taken me to the same place before. We had climbed the Flatirons before, but we had never done something called the Royal Arch, which is found in at the Flatirons. And I had no idea what we were doing. We ended up climbing two flat irons to try to find the Royal Arch, and we eventually found it. Um, but you know something? David knew the directions to go. He was very motivating, which is just awesome to see in your child. He kept motivating me to keep, just keep going. He even kept the pace up on the tough parts so that I would just continue to put one foot in front of the other. 
And he always selected to climb up. He would pick which rock path seemed less dangerous and which one had more footing than the other. And thank goodness he was with me because all I could try to do was breathe and just continue moving. Well, we're really blessed in this business to have a whole team to bounce ideas off of. And very specifically, you've got several business partners in your up team who want nothing more than your success. There are so many people who can help you grow your business, and you just want to make sure that you get assistance when you need assistance and that you lean on the people who are there to help support you. Something else that's really important when you hike and in the business world is that you need the right equipment to succeed. You know, I am certainly not a girl who likes to travel light. I've joked with some folks that I went to Italy recently, and I um, just went with a backpack, which was just crazy for me, which was a challenge. But on this trip, I was down to the bare necessities as well. I had a small backpack for the hike because I didn't want to carry any extra weight. And so it was critical that I had the things that were going to get me through the, the hike. I needed sunscreen, water, and actually copious amounts of water. I also had energy chews, hydration sticks, and snack bars. I mean, those were the things that I needed to make sure that I could get through this climb. And I even brought a light jacket because sometimes it's really cold up at the top. There's been times that we've gotten to the top of um, one of our hikes and there's been snow. And so I've always traveled with a, at least something light to cover really cold. Likewise, in the business, we need the right tools. And I'm not just talking about a computer and a printer, although those are essential. But you need to invest in yourself and your personal development. That's what's going to make your work easier, to take the time to be prepared and to do the things that we know we need to do on a regular basis, even if it's just practicing picking up the phone. Maybe, maybe you're terrified to pick up the phone, and maybe you're terrified to ask questions of people. And so just practicing some of those things, getting those skill sets down so that you have a tool that you can pull out when you need it. And, of course, the right attitude to understand you know, that scaling a mountain, which is entrepreneurial in a sense, and entrepreneurial journeys, they don't happen in a day. I can't climb um, to the peak of Mount Everest in a day, and I certainly can't build to a master coordinator in a day. It takes time, and it's all those small steps that lead us up to that. Sometimes when you reach the summit, though, it's not that rewarding. And on one of the days of hard hiking, we reached what I thought was the summit. I, I thought I could see the top, and we kept climbing and climbing, and we got up there one foot in front of the other. And when we got up to what looked like the top, there were three women coming around a corner back from the other direction, and they said to us, oh, don't give up. You're halfway there, and it's worth it. And I was like, what? I couldn't believe that we had worked that hard, that I was that out of breath, and we were only halfway to the actual summit. We were only at the false summit, and I thought, oh, Yvay, you know, <laughs> get a swig of water, take another energy chew, and let's keep going. But you know what? My mind was playing tricks on me. I had all that negative self-talk of thinking, gosh, why don't we just turn around and follow these ladies back down the hill? Do we really need to get to the summit? Do we really need to see that arch? Is it really that beautiful? You know, all this head stuff going on and on and on, which was talking me out of this goal. But you know something? I wasn't excited about the fact that I had to keep going. But I wanted to get to the top, and so I wanted to continue the hard work. And, you know, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes in a Shackley business, you work super hard, and then you wonder, gosh, why did I work so hard for this? You know, maybe you sponsor that, that outstanding uh, distributor, and you just think they're going to help get you to master, or they're going to get to director really quickly, and they peter off, or you can't get them on the phone again. Or you get a couple of directors on your team, you think, okay, I've got a solid team, we're really moving forward, and then they revert, or they have a life circumstance, and they stop building. And so, you know, sometimes we, we can get into our head and all those negative thoughts can come up. But you know something? We just have to keep going and we have to let the negatives go. And it's all part of that bigger game that we're playing. Something else that I learned while on the mountain is that there's always another mountain to climb, of course. 
you know, mountains are tricky. It, it may look like you're just climbing one and you keep your sights on the crest, but when you get there catching your breath, you, you a lot of times are dismayed to find out that that was just one one summit or one crest in a series of about a bajillion of them. And there's always another crest to climb, another mountain to conquer. And, you know, that's exactly how I felt on that false summit. It was discouraging. But also, you know, it was like, okay, we'll just, you know, strap your boots back on and get back on and keep moving. And I think it's a pretty obvious metaphor, but it's one that we need to remember as entrepreneurs. Celebrate the small victories, but know that tomorrow, or even in an hour, there will be another mountain to climb. If you slow down and look around, what you're going to see is breathtaking. And I think that was something that I, I didn't do as much as I could have on this hike because I was putting one foot in front of the other. And there was a lot of rocks. I mean, a lot of rock hills of what it seemed like we were climbing and so you didn't want to twist an ankle. But I had to remind myself to look up occasionally. And that, of course, required me to completely stop hiking. Otherwise, I'd take a nosedive into the rocks. But when I did stop hiking, I was overtaken with the beauty around me. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous. You could look out over uh, Boulder is, is where the flat irons are, so it was in Boulder, Colorado. It was absolutely beautiful. You could look around at all the trees, the greenery, the flowers that were coming up. It was, it was just absolutely stunning. And, you know, it's why I put myself through the hardship, not only to be with my son and to have that one-on-one -on -one time with him, but it was a physically exerting activity, which was, it felt fantastic. It really did. You know, running a business is understandably one of the most challenging things a person can do in life, but if you take time to look up from all your hard work and see what you've built, you'll realize that it's totally worth it. You've heard me say so many times on these calls that, you know, I worked and worked and worked. I had my blinders on, and I was working to get to master coordinator, and all of a sudden one day when I looked at what I had built, it was astounding. But you build it one leg at a time, one person at a time, day by day, taking those small steps. And when you turn around, you have something absolutely magnificent. If you're a Shackley distributor and you've got a couple of customers and you see that they start buying consistently, a couple months down the road when you look and you say, gosh, I have a customer who buys every single month, or you've got a customer who buys every single year, or you've got a director who's been with you for years and years, you look back on that and you say, I've built something of significance. Now, entrepreneurs do a lot of different things, and all of us on here probably have different hobbies and activities. You know, some entrepreneurs do CrossFit. Others go in for long-distance distance running. I love Bikram yoga. But, you know, the toughest of tough entrepreneurs I found out when I was doing some research recently was they actually climbed the tallest mountains. I didn't know where I was going to be able to talk about this in our weekly calls, and then it just sort of fits right in with what we're talking about here. Obviously, out in Colorado, I was not climbing one of the tallest mountains by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, climbing a mountain, climbing a hill, hiking, it's all very similar. And, you know, as extreme as scaling something like Mount Everest and other huge peaks might seem, it's not a rare hobby among founders of companies. Founders of companies like to do that. It pushes them. Um, you know, entrepreneurial types are drawn to the challenge of big mountain climbing. They like the mental effort, they like the team aspect, and they like a clear-cut goal. So when you think about it from a Shackley business perspective, having a goal, we've got a team, the mental effort, the physical effort, I guess there isn't a whole lot of physical effort in our Shackley businesses necessarily, although we're a health company, so hopefully we're working on our health. And, you know, even just the uncertainty at times, I think some of us thrive on that, not knowing exactly where your next distributor is going to come from, not knowing what's going to happen in the next month. Um, other of us may not like that so much. But this, um, there was a CEO of Alpen Glow Expeditions. His name is Adrian Ballinger, and he does a lot of climbing. And so he wrote an article, and I was reading through the article, and he said that you know the, shrill, the sheer thrill of reaching such a summit isn't the only reason that entrepreneurs should consider trying one of the most extreme sports. And he said that climbing Mount Everest 
everybody thinks it's easy, but it's not. It's very challenging. You know, mountain challenges or mountain climbing can be deadly at times, but there's valuable, valuable lessons. One of the toughest tests in decision-making happens when you're on a mountain. You have to, you've got your intense personal goal of summiting the, the mountain. There's a key team goal of getting everyone home safely. But every day there's all these small things that could go wrong, and if they're not dealt with, they could cause failure. And so every day in our business world, we make daily decisions, big and small. Sometimes we don't have all the information we would like to have for a clear picture, which is what's happening out on the mountain for those folks as well. But we have to make decisions. And when you think about those daily decisions we make in our Shackley business, they are absolutely critical. They're critical to whether we move forward or whether we stay stagnant and sometimes go backwards. We also need a great team. And um, in mountain climbing, a great team is the difference between success and death for a lot of people. There's nothing like climbing a, a, a mountain like Mount Everest, apparently, that teaches you the great value of a team because you have to have a team that's going to either make or break your success. And apparently you can't accomplish big climbs in the Himalayas without a support team. And that was stressed over and over in this article. But we had a, a Shackley speaker, Eric Weinemeyer, spoke years ago at one of our Shackley conferences, and he was the first land to ascent Mount Everest. And he talked all about the team. And, of course, him being blind, he absolutely needed his team. But you think about your Shackley business and how you need your team. We want to find the right partners. We then want to build the trust and experience with them so that we understand each other's strengths and weaknesses. It's the key to succeeding. And you something, in Shackley, we have a team that has over 200-plus years in this industry with success. You have a team that you can lean on, you can go to for support, so use your team. They're here to help you and to guide you. Now, something else about mountain climbing is the setbacks. You know, setbacks can either be energizing or they can be demoralizing. And I think in business it's the same. Um, I, I kind of figured when, when I came around that corner and we got to the false summit, I, I looked at that as a little bit of a setback, and it was more of a mental setback. It certainly wasn't a physical setback, and it wasn't a setback in reaching that goal, um, there was no sign along the way that said you're almost to the summit, so I don't know why I thought I was almost there. It just seemed to look like we were getting close to the top. But a lot of times we focus on our setbacks and we focus on the things that are holding us back, and in reality sometimes we just need to figure out what, what we need to change, tweak, do differently, walk away, and move forward from that setback. And yet, I think building a business can be fun, and I think in our Shackley world a lot of times we don't focus enough on the fun um, on the hiking with my son this past week, I was not always focused on the fun. I was focused on, oh, my gosh, I can't breathe right now. I was focused on each step moving forward and trying to just keep going up the hill. I was focused on my feet not um, you know, twisting an ankle because I was stepping on a lot of rocks. But, you know, something, when I thought about it, because occasionally we would say, oh, my gosh, it's so awesome to be out here together. It's so awesome to have this chance to just talk. And we were. We just talked the entire time. Occasionally there would be these little lulls of silence. And, and of course, when we would stop to take a look at how beautiful it was, we would be quiet a little bit. But, you know, something, it is fun. And building our business can be fun. It's all in our attitude. It's all in how we look at it. And really, the fun of it is key because if it's not fun building your Shackley business, I'm not sure why we're doing it, right? We want to have fun while we build our team, while we build these experiences. And actually, that's one of the reasons why we try to do team things at the Global Conference. We want to have time together as a team. We want to have fun and socialize. And I actually think this year with the pool party and what we're going to do in my suite will probably be some of the most fun that we've had as a team because it's going to be a very relaxed environment. We can just hang out. We can socialize and really spend time together as a team. 
So a couple thoughts here. You know, the prevailing definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for different results. Well, yes, that's true. But I would also argue that a second and equally valid definition of insanity is failing to do the over and over again that you know guarantees different results. And one of the things I'm talking about here very specifically is self-care. I'm talking about the fact that we know that if we go for a run, we go see live music, we go to a yoga class, spend an hour painting, reading, playing, uh, maybe even doing a puzzle, some of those types of things, it makes our body and our spirit and our life infinitely better, except we don't always take the time to do the self-care. When I was out on this hike climbing, I thought to myself, I'm, not only am I getting out into nature, I'm doing something physical, I'm spending time with my son, socializing in a sense, it was so critical from a self-care perspective, but it's one of the things that we all don't do enough. You know, when we do self-care, it has the power to lift us up and out of low times. It can provide us a different, much-needed perspective, and especially from our business perspective, because when we're so busy, you know, we can lose hours in a day when we're so busy doing all these different things, and we never take that bird's-eye view. We never step back and really look at what needs to happen so that we can grow. I think, you know, climbing, every time I go climbing with my son, I say, gosh, I've got to find some places to climb out in Ohio, and Ohio's pretty flat. But, you know, what I, I love about it is that it's that time to process, it's that time to be out in nature. It's just, it's, it's a break. And you really, a lot of times, especially when you're climbing a hard stretch, you're not thinking about anything. Your mind is completely blank, which is what is a big part of meditation. Um, and so often we, we all probably know there's a lot of science behind meditation. But there's, you know, a lot of different reasons why climbing is so important. Um, I just mentioned the meditation, and we've all heard that we should meditate for at least 10 minutes twice a day. And, of course, the more is better. Um, my son loves to meditate. And one of the things he said to me, he said, Mom, you know, you physically train. You go work out. You do your yoga, those types of things. You physically train. He said, but meditation is the training of the brain. And he said, it's that mental muscle, and we need that. We need time when our brain is not working, that it gets a break, because 24-7, our brains are pretty much on. And, you know, I, I get it. I really get it. But it's so challenging for me to take those 10 minutes and just sit in a chair and just meditate. I'm just not very good at that, and I'm still working on it. I'm a work in progress there. But when I go to yoga, when I'm out hiking, when I'm doing a puzzle, those are a lot of times places where my mind is blank. I'm not thinking about anything, and there's that underlying process that happens. So I hope all of you find those places where you have that self-care, where you can have the time to meditate. You can have that time where you're not on. And if it's climbing for you, great. If you've never climbed before, go out hiking, but make sure you go with some people. Don't go by yourself. Um, because, you know, something is just so important for ourselves and for our our, our mental well-being. It's also really important that we celebrate successes. I mentioned that earlier, and it's just something that we don't do a lot. You know, I'm somebody who spends an inordinate amount of time in my head. I think we all actually probably do, but I know I do. Um, it's far easier for me to talk about a feeling than it is to actually feel a feeling, because to feel it, you have to be silent. You have to be with that feeling for a while. And I struggle with letting myself celebrate my wins, whether they're big or small, whether they're big or small. And I'm so focused on that next win. I'm so focused on the next place that I'm going. And yet when I do take time to celebrate a win, when I do take time to pat myself on the back, it really does make a difference. And I just encourage all of us to have those rewards and have that celebration around all of our accomplishments, no matter how big or small. You don't have to spend tons and tons of money on some of the smaller accomplishments. It could be something as simple as I'm going to go out for a walk because I accomplished my two phone calls that I wanted to accomplish today. 
but just making sure that we're celebrating those successes. Um, you know, standing on the top of a mountain or, you know, climbing and hiking up to the Royal Arch, it's not an intellectual exercise, and this is a gift. Um, I've got to say that my heart just feels so full and expansive when I'm on, standing on a mountain and I'm overlooking, like, the city of Boulder, and I'm able to just sort of take in that, that cool, crisp air, um, even though I feel a little lightheaded sometimes because of the altitude. But it's just a really awesome feeling, and it's an awesome feeling when you're done. You feel physically Yes, stretched and, and exhausted, but also just mentally, my mind just feels so crisp and clear. It's a hard thing to express, but then that sense of accomplishment to say to myself, you know something, look what I just did. And, and sometimes it can be, look what I just did. I made that phone call to that tough person on my list, the person on my chicken list, or I booked that event and started making up my list of who I'm going to invite, or I figured out a way to get to global conference because I know how important that is to my business. Whatever it is, celebrate those wins. And the secret to the celebration is to feel more and think less. And here's something, sometimes it's pushing ourselves to do the things that we don't think we can do. When I was hiking, especially after we reached that false summit, I thought to myself initially, I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I didn't think I could do it. And if you look at a mountain when you're at the very bottom and you look up, you never think you can climb it. You know, it looks like it's so huge, and how would I ever get to the top? And then you do it, and every time I reach a summit, I think, holy cow, I just climbed a freaking mountain. You know, and I get so excited. I look down, you look over the city, and you take a couple pictures to commemorate it so you can remind yourself because sometimes it's so hard to remember that you actually did some of those things. But we are all capable of more than we believe if only we would just try. And yet we're so often afraid of even the attempt. And what's crazy is that the only real risk is that you never see the top of anything, that you never learn your true capacity and that you stay at the bottom, which is completely fine if that's where you want to be, unless it's not. And I believe if you come into a Shackley business, you've got goals for yourself and you do want to climb in a sense if we're using the metaphor. So we have to reinvent ourselves as someone brave. Life offers endless do-overs, and there are endless mountains that we can climb, and we can start again any day. Today's a new day. No matter what happened in your business this past week, this past month, this past year, these past 10 years if you've been in the business that long, it doesn't matter. Today can be a new day, and you're stronger than you know, and you absolutely can get to where your goals are. The last thing I'm going to just mention here, and then we'll wrap up this call, is that you you don't want to feel defeated before you start by looking at how far you have to go. If you're starting out, if you're a brand-new distributor and you're looking at master coordinator and I need 50 directors in my organization and 100,000 in organizational volume, it can feel overwhelming. You can feel defeated before you ever start. It's the same thing as standing at the bottom of the mountain and looking up at the top and going, oh, my goodness, I'll never make it. But if you just keep your head down and you just keep your eyes on your feet, if we're looking at the mountain climb, so that you don't trip and fall, you just take one step in front of the other, you keep moving forward step by step. Occasionally you're gonna take a, a, a minute to admire the view, chat with your friends, have a snack. When you start over again, you put your head down and you march, and you march and you march. In my life and in my business, I've taken to reminding myself, don't fixate on the impossible top or how you're going to get there. Just look down at the next step to take. And as Oprah says, only consider what the next right move is, then the next right move, and so on. It's in climbing, it's in entrepreneurship, and it's certainly in a Shackley business. 
So don't worry about how you're going to reach the peak. Whatever that peak is in your business right now, some of you might be fixating on master coordinator when maybe the first step is fixate on director and climb and get yourself to director and then get to senior director and move step by step knowing that ultimately you'll get to the very top. Keep getting to each one of these summits and you'll get to the top. But keep your head down and move. Stop and look around occasionally. Have a vision. Learn something. Work on your personal development. Do your research. Eat all of those things. Exercise. But then put your head down and take the next step. And trust that you'll get there because all of the paths are going to lead to the top if you're in action. Every step you're taking, every phone call you make, every new person you sponsor is leading you to the top of that mountain, so to speak, to your goal. So I hope that there was something in this call today that really resonated with you and that helps you to take the next right step in your business. I hope that you're focusing on the vision of where you're going, but not getting too fixated, especially if it's far away. Just make sure that day in and day out that you do something that moves your Shackley business forward. I hope you have a fabulous Shackley day today and a fabulous Shackley weekend. We'll be here same time, same place next Saturday. Goodbye, everybody.